Yo, so we are back in the fourth episode of Beauty and the Struggle. I couldn't be more excited for this episode because we are interviewing an awesome dude. Um, Got to give a shout out to, to our barber, Rob, first and foremost. Uh, we are shooting this episode live here at the Fade Lounge on Broadway in Everett. He's been cutting my head since I've been in seventh grade. And actually, he was the first dude to give me uh, my job, uh, a job sweeping hair at seventh grade. And now, you know, we're here shooting the episode. So uh, couldn't be more thankful. Thank you, Rob. Come and check out the Fade Lounge. With that being said, I want to introduce my homie, Dom. Dominic, what's good? What's up? What's up? How's it going, man? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? Pretty good, bro. Excited to be here. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming on, man. Um, you know, uh, I'll give you guys a little bit of a background on how Dom and I uh, know each other and how we kind of reconnected in a sense. Um, but, yo, give them a little bit of a background about, like, where you come from, uh, you know, and kind of uh, uh, go from there as far as, you know, what you, what you got going on just from a future perspective. Cool, man. Yeah. So I'm just a kid from Everett, you know, with the with the dream and a strong will to succeed. And uh, yes, sir. You know, I, I met you back in high school. We didn't really kick him much. We didn't really talk a lot, but we knew of each other. He was just that really short short dude who can <laughs> who can dribble the ball, you know. So, <laughs> um, other than that, man, yeah, I just you know, I just always been a, a hungry, motivated, success driven person. And from you know middle school to to now, you know, I've always just really wanted to own you know yeah. own invest stack up build you know businesses build relationships and uh, just kill it really in anything that I did you know and it started off with you know me st just investing dabbling into st to stocks to um, owning my own personal training business to you know dabbling in e-commerce real estate so on and so forth and that's just really snowball affected to where I'm at now um, to where I recently been able to quit my job and pursue my dreams full time and we'll get more into that you know Hell yeah. talk but yeah man just a young kid from Everett with the strong will to succeed man it's me I love it I love it man and that's that's what we're gonna really discuss today is really that process that story behind you know where you are today and where you're still getting to yeah. you know what I mean because there's the future is still so bright and it's gonna be a dope story so um you know yeah I, I was that that kid who who is the little dude who could dribble the ball and uh me and Dominic like a freshman on like a, on varsity or something like that yeah or? guy come on just a dude who can dribble the ball <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah I mean me and Dominic we go back uh I remember coming into school he always was surrounded right around people that I knew um so always uh always had mad respect for the dude and then <clears throat> we kind of graduated from high school graduated from college uh, how I came, how we kind of got reconnected again was uh, I I just saw like your movement that you have on social media. Um, this above Av, I, I really I really got behind that message as far as like what you're trying to push that that message out into uh, into the community, yeah. and it's dope, man. Explain a little bit of that, and then we can kind of uh, tap into the story. Above Av, whew, that's a that's mm. a that's a deep one. Yeah, man, that, that one hits <laughs> the hits the heart, man. But um, yes, sir. so. Basically, man, I've done a lot on my own, really, and uh, I, I spent a lot of time just focusing on myself and my businesses and, you know, just like my, my inner, inner circle, you know, and for a long time, I cut a lot of people off and not, not like a bad thing. I feel like everyone needs to be selfish, right? Yeah. Everyone needs a time in their life when they're selfish as hell, and they're just focusing on themselves, and for the past, you know, five, six years, that's basically what I've been doing, and... Um, I've grown a lot, I've lost a lot, I've been challenged to the max, and 
I've succeeded, you know, a fair amount. Now I'm I'm far from where I want to be and where I need to be. Absolutely. I've seen a lot of success and I owe the, owe a lot of that just to me being selfish, just focusing on myself. Now above Av is still very new and it's like my baby right now. But um, basically what that what that is is. I thought about success, you know, far down the line. I was like, okay, Dominic, you're the trajectory, you know, you're going to be wealthy. You're going to be sitting in a good position. You're going to have the things you want in life. You're going to be able to provide for your family, so on and so forth. I'm going to be successful, right? Failure isn't an option for me. I'm right. going to be successful. And um, the more and more that I think about it, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to succeed. That's great. That's awesome, right? But what is success without the people you love? Absolutely. You know, like with the people you grew up with, what is, what is success without it? Because if, I, I fear, what's it called? I fear regret more than I fear failure, which is why I'm willing to do anything and risk on myself, right? Yep. And go on to myself. But I fear loneliness, loneliness more than I fear anything else. Yeah. In life. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So with Above Ave, you know, when, when it first started, it just started as like me and like a close, you know, my close homies. Yeah. Like four or five of like my close homies that like I couldn't see myself living without, right? Right. I was like, okay, I got to bring these guys together. You know, like, here I am. I'm doing what I'm doing. It's about my, my first house, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm doing really well for myself, this and that. And people were telling me, good job, Donna, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's cool. But the people yeah. that I want to get motivation to are like my dudes. Yep. You know, so I just brought them in. You know, we, we had uh, accountability meetings <clears throat> every month at my place. And we just like held each other. Like, I'm, I'm a firm believer of, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And I refuse to hang out with bums. Yeah. And I refuse to, you know what I'm saying, let any of them get in my circle. So I told my friends, like, straight up, I was like, look, bro, this is what this is. This is my purpose for doing this. I want you guys to, to come in and push yourself every month. I want you to push me every month. I want us to set goals and hold ourselves accountable and make sure we hit them, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, I just want to just create that environment of, like, push, 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 challenge, 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 support, support, support. No matter what you want to do, you can do it. Go out and get it. Yep. Right? So we did that for, like, five, six months. And... The growth that all of us seen within that five or six month period was fuck. Can we cuss on this? Yeah, we cussed right, it. Well, <laughs> it was, it's was, uncensored out there. <laughs> it was fucking insane, right? The growth from everybody was insane. Yeah. And so as I started seeing that, you know, I started thinking like, bro, this could be something that's a lot bigger than what it is now. I was like, this could be something a lot bigger. And so I was thinking, I was like, okay, cool. What can we do with this? I'm seeing a vision, you know, all that stuff. But I had to start with the name. I couldn't figure out. The, what I wanted the name to be. Right? right, right. So me and my guys, like, we strongly believe, you know, in, in uh, surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, but in order to succeed and really have that breakthrough in life, you have to have like some type of, you know, you have to have an above average mindset. You do. Right? So that's where it starts off, above average. You have to have an above average mindset. Mm -hmm. And you can't be scared to challenge, not really challenge someone, but if someone challenges you, you better mindset, be ready. You can't break. Yeah. You got to be like, yeah, bro, like this is what it is. Boom, you know, Undeal. above average, and I'm gonna do it no matter what. And whenever type, any type of negativity comes your way or some uh, some distraction, whatever, you got to be able to be strong enough and have an above average mindset and push through all that stuff, right? So that's where it started. But in order to really see your vision play out and and get to where you want to go, you have to have a lane. Yep. You have to have a lane that you believe in and that you really want to do, and you just gotta fucking go for it. Right. Hundred percent. And that's where I was like, okay, cool. I can't just name my squad above average. That's weak. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I was on a treadmill one day and I was walking and I was like, this and that above average. No, I can't do that. This and that. But what sets apart my dudes apart from everybody else? You know, we have, we have an above average mindset. We have our own lane, our direction, path, avenue. 
above Av, right? Could work or something. It's above Av, and I was like, okay, cool. That's, we're getting there. So I brought it back to my squad, told them. They were like, oh, I fucking love it, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's, that's where it started, man. So above Absolutely. Av, man. And so now I just want above Av just to be something that everybody can be a part of, not just my crew. Like, everybody can be a part of it because I didn't have the support system or that the group of like-minded individuals growing up. Yep. But I know how, how powerful and impactful it can be. So I want to give other people to the opportunity to be a part of Bug Ave, you know, wherever they're at in the world. Absolutely. You know, as long as they know they have that squad to be a part of and they know that they can come and say, hey, man, I want to do this. And they will hear nothing but love and positive encouragement. That's what I'm going for, man. And I think it's really powerful. And I think it has, you know, has the opportunity to change a lot of lives in the world. And that's it, man. So here we Dog, are. I love it, man. I love it. That shit is ill. That so I was I was uh, reading something and uh Someone made this dope analogy, but it was like, yo, life is like a palm tree. Like, it really is like a palm tree to the sense where, you know, palm trees, you, they can survive, like, the worst weather, right? Like, tsunamis, whatever, and it'll just bend. It'll bend, but it will never break. You have to have that type of mental to, like, continue to do whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. so, so I can respect that to the most as far as, like, yo don't break you can go ahead you can you can push and do whatever you want just don't break don't give up be like that fucking as as corny as it sounds be like that palm tree I love it, bro. and touch the bottom you can touch the bottom but don't break keep pushing yeah man that's it so bro. i saw above ab and i was like yo i need to get dom on here we need to reconnect and i'm excited man so uh, all right so let's jump into the story let's let's retract so we know what your brand is we know you know what type of dude you are let's retract to the beginning as far as like you come from Everett. What was your upbringing like? My 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 upbringing was cool, man. I mean, I mean, there's some things that I wish were different, right? Right, but right. Like, um, I just took the the cards I was dealt and played my my best hand with them, because uh, something my dad taught me from a really young age was, you know, don't worry about the stuff you can't change. Mm -hmm. And bro, like that one thing, I'll take that shit to the grave with me. Yeah, like that shit right there will literally. If you do the right, and you play it the right way, it will change your life. No matter what's going on in life, no matter what you're doing, no matter what your surroundings are like, no matter no matter who's with you or against you, if you are stuck worrying about the problem, you'll fail. But Absolutely. if you continuously worry about the solution to the problem, and that's the main thing you focus on, you will always win. So being able to adapt to any yes, situation. Bro, yes. So my, my upbringing, you know, I don't know if you 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 know were with me on the same page on this, but like obviously parents battle drug addiction and alcohol, and this is crazy because this is stuff I've never talked about before. Right, right. So coming into this interview, yeah, knowing that I'll have to share this, I didn't yeah. really know how I was gonna do it, but um, we're going deep. Yeah, dog. bro, it's crazy. So, in, you know, they battle drug addiction and alcohol and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so, my younger years, um, as I was growing up, I, I've had to grow up a lot faster than most kids, at least, or some kids that I grew up with, or right. Some kids I didn't even know, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I've always been challenged with certain situations and the whole almost had me always made me think differently than other kids. I feel like right now, I'm not going to say that my childhood is like the worst childhood. Absolutely. I'm not going to say that anybody had like I have it worse than anybody, but everybody has their own version of the struggle. Right. Exactly. And this is just my version <clears throat> and this is how it impacted me. But, you know, my parents gave me everything that I needed, but I had to hustle and go after everything I wanted. Right, right. Um, and so, from a really young age, you know, my parents would give me the house, would give me the food, 
but I would go out there and just hustle for anything that I wanted. So when it came to my first car, when it came to my clothes, when it came to me having fun or whatever, going to the skate deck every weekend, you know, like <laughs> I had to go out there. I was out the there busting my ass. I was doing yeah. lemonade stands. I was when nine eleven happened. Me and my little brother were selling like red, white, and blue bracelets outside of QFC. Hell yeah, you know? I love it. Um, yes. I, was, I was pushing a lawnmower all throughout this entire damn city, lawn, mowing people's lawns for twenty, thirty bucks. Most things like ten, ten, twenty dollars back then. Yeah. So. You know, that that just turned me, that always gave me, like, the sense of, like, okay, chase, 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 hustle, 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 yep, yep. work, 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 <clears throat> work, work, get past the, the objections, you know, and complications and adversities and stuff like that. Now, when we go into high school, you know, it was, it was always my goal to be a, a decent student. I was never, like, a, an A-plus student or a B-plus student. I was always, like, the C's and D's, but um, I tried hard, you know. Yeah. I, I did what I could, um, and I got through it. At the end of high school, he would always ask me, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And fuck, right. bro, I didn't know. That's what I'm saying. So did like at an, at an early age, did you know, like once you were going through high school, did you know, like, or have any type of vision on what you wanted to do? I mean, I lied. I lied and said, <laughs> you know, I would lie about it and say I did. And be like, yeah. yeah. I want to be a businessman. Cause that was, that was my way of saying, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. But I'm not going to say, I don't know that. You know right, I mean? right, a hundred percent. Because everybody else is saying like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna go to college. Oh shit, I'm gonna go, you know, join some type of education, whatever." That was like the goal, obviously, for everyone. Yeah. And then so you're gonna say whatever you're gonna say. Yeah, you know what I mean? you know, <laughs> yeah. So me, my parents, my parents wanted me to go to college, but they never been to college. They didn't know really how to prepare me for that. Right. You know, they just said go to go get a, you know, go to school, get a job, work your way up, hustle, hustle, hustle. My dad would always tell me, like, teach me financial responsibility and all that stuff and, and tell me, you know, always pay yourself, invest money, blah, 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 this and that, work hard for everything, right? Um, my mom was kind of <laughs> the, uh, the spender of the family. <laughs> and so it, it's, it's weird how it plays out because my dad is the one that taught me financial responsibility. My mom was the one that taught me love, compassion, you know, all that stuff. Right. But <laughs> showed me what, how not to yeah, deal yeah. with money, right? So I'm thankful for that. Um, and that helped me all throughout my early years. Up until now, for sure, you know. Right. But as I'm getting closer to the end of, of high school, my parents are saying, go to college, this and that, da, da, da. So I was like, cool, you know. So I was, my mind was focused on, bro, just get good enough grades so you can go to college, you know. Right, right. All my friends were around me were like, they're talking about going to Eastern, Western, Wazoo, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what school I wanted to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know what I wanted to do. <laughs> I didn't know what school would, would benefit me or, or give me the best education. Yep. I was like, man, let me do what my friends are doing. Bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. So we ended up. Uh, I ended up getting, uh, you know, into Eastern. Okay. And I was, what would they call them? The first generation? First generation. College students? Yeah, yeah, like first gen college. Yeah, first one of my family to go to college. Hell yeah. You know, Which so, is an accomplishment. So this is where, this is where it pops off, right? Yeah. I'm like, bro, okay, I got into college. <laughs> I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And this is when that Drake song, Successful, came out. And nigga, yeah. like, that song, bro, I still play shit to my to today, I just want to be so yeah, bro. I'd bump that in my little Civic, rolling around town, and just thinking about, bro, I'm about to kill it in life, and I'm about to be successful, and I'm about to just do whatever it takes, right? Bro, so I want to talk about that. So how dope? Like, explain that feeling of like how dope you thought it was that you like got into college, and you thought like, yo, oh shit, like opportunity just opened. You know what I mean? Like it, college. I mean. I have my own kind of thinking on college, but at the same time, once you get to that point, you're like, whoa, like I can actually do something positive. Like I can actually 
do what all my other friends that went to UW, that went to whatever. They yeah. could, I can do just as much as them, if not more. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's insane, man. It was, it was insane. It felt really good. And, you know, uh, it was scary at the same time, especially the way that I was thrown into it. Like, yeah. I, I told him, I walked home. I seen the, I was sitting in, a, I think it was like photo, photography class or something like that. And yeah. I seen the things pop up in my shit. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> the, whatever, admission to EW, now at Eagle or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I fucking run home. I didn't run. I don't walk nowhere. But I got yeah. in my car, drove three blocks to my house. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have back then? Like, uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. This dude, this dude probably zooted out the parking lot and shit. Yeah, so I go home. I'll never forget this moment, man. And it's just because my my parents gave me what I needed, but they didn't have money like that. You know, my dad right. was just too busy working every at Boeing actually, just working his life away, just like providing for us and giving us the, us the stuff that we needed. But he couldn't really give us what, what we wanted. Right. 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 And he, he tried to do his best for us, but he just really he couldn't. And then since he didn't go to college or since he didn't know anyone to college, he didn't really know how to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So I came home and I was like, told him, like, Dad, guess what? He's like, what? He's kind of like worried. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, I should accept the college. I'm going to Eastern. This and that. He's like, first thing out of his out of his mouth, bro. First thing. How are you going to pay for it? So yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Yo, but he's the financially responsible one, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't expect to hear that from Pops, but at that time, and this is, I, I guess you could say this is where, like, I learned risk. Uh-huh. This is where I learned risk, because I had, I, I was working this job at, at Washington Oaks, you know, and um, it's a retirement home. Everyone, a lot of people from Everett High used to work there. Yeah. <laughs> I was working this job, and I had, some, I had a little, little bit of money, you know, put away, but not enough for school. For but sure. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go there and figure it out, bro, let's go. And so... Um, this is where I learned risk. And so I just said, I'm just going to go out there and figure it out. Put one foot in, the, in front of the other. And yeah. Just go, right? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to hope that it works out. I ended up going down to college, you know, did one semester there. Is that what they call them? Semesters? Quarters? One? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, see, this is how much. Yeah. That's shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, how long were you there for? <laughs> you can tell I yeah. um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I did, you know, three months there and then. I was going for business administration because all I knew was I wanted to be a businessman. I didn't right. know what I wanted to do. I always told myself I want to own, and this is crazy too, we're going to touch on this later, but yeah, yeah. I always told myself I want to own, and this is because I was bullshit. didn't know what I was saying, didn't know what I wanted or wanted to do, but I told everyone I want to own three online businesses that, that make money on their own. Right, make right. Make passively, right? Right, right. Little I know how big passive is going to be to me today, but. Yeah. So that's crazy. Remind me about that later. Hell yeah, hell on yeah. That one, but. I just went for business administration, and then I was there for fucking three months, bro. And then something happened with like financial aid or something like that, to where they're like, "Oh, like your your parents make like too, too much, much, but not enough." So it was something like that, too much money, but not enough. So you got to pay. I think it was like nine racks. Come out of pocket, nine racks. So Jesus I'm here, Christ. 19, I was 18 at the time, looking at this email, like, "Damn, well, I don't, like, what yeah. the hell am I gonna do? Hit up pops, go <clears throat> dad. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Yeah, come <laughs> home, we'll figure it out. Yep, you know." Um, and so that's when I came over and figured out. This is where the story could get really long and really <laughs> crazy. So if you want to touch on anything before we do that, yeah, you know. Doug. So I mean, so you get hit with a real life situation like, yo, you know, unfortunately, unless you can come out of pocket nine k, you're gonna have to figure out something else. Yeah. So let's transition into like, yo, what did you do from there? How did you how did you come home? How did you approach it? You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So. 
Um, I kind of at that point just came home and, and hoped that my parents would would take care of the situation. Yeah. Because at that moment, like it was out of my control. Right. Right. And um, yeah, man. So I just came home and I, it was all like winter quarter. I uh, just sat there really and just um, waited really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just watched all my friends live in life in college. I was gonna say how like home. how was that struggle fucking like like seeing like you know. I don't know if IG was popping back then, but like, yo, everybody's freaking going through finals. Everybody's going through all this and that. You know what I mean? And then you just got to come home with a real life situation. Yeah. It has to be like a struggle. You know what I mean? It was just a mental challenge, man. I was yeah. young. I was still very new to all this stuff. So I don't really know how to feel about it. I was just like, damn, I want to be in college and I want to be succeeding, but now I'm not. Yeah, you know? yeah. So now I was like, oh, now you're not going to be successful. So I was getting hit with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Never been like really depressed or nothing like that, but. Literally, I know these next few years are going to come. We're going to be like my lowest I'd ever been. Right. But that was just the beginning of it, you know. I, I didn't know where to go, what direction to face. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to figure it out. So one quarter goes by, and I don't end up getting back into to UW, or sorry, Eastern or whatever, figuring that whole situation out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I don't know, I'm just going to go up there and get my shit and come back home. So all my Hell stuff yeah. was still at the dorm, you know. <laughs> all my stuff was yeah. like, I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Like, Exa- like it was like a situation where you would come home, your parents would figure out, and then you'd be in yeah. school. Yeah, I exactly. got you. But no, <clears throat> it was just, you know. So, so um, then what was the moves? What was the moves to be made after? The moves after that was to just go get my shit and come back home and then mm-hmm. go to uh, Everett Community and mm-hmm. figure it out from there. So since we're on this rabbit hole here, I just want to touch on one of the unfortunate events that happened when I was there. I was there partying, you know, my first quarter or semester, whatever it is. And I was there partying, having fun, just like any other 19-year-old do, you know. Yep. I ended up getting caught with the beer walking out. It was a stupid move. I caught with the beer, and then there's a cop coming over here, and yeah. I just dropped the beer on the ground, and mm-hmm. I just kept walking. He wasn't going to let my ass go, but then my <laughs> stupid drunk ass went back and picked up the beer <laughs> and started walking, and so he came by and gave me an MIP, which is minor in possession. So that was my first, like, first, yeah. you know, scuffle with the law at that yeah. point. They made me do, like, community service and made me go to court and pay these fines and da-da-da, mm-hmm. my my school ended up penalizing me and making me pay this money that I didn't have. Oh, and then man. the financial thing, financial aid thing happened, so I had to come back home. Mm-hmm. And so when I came back home, I'm just living, and I get my old job back, and I'm right. working. Right? Right. And then um, I ended up being at home for a while. And I was like, bro, I just experienced the dorm life. Like, I got to get up out of my parents' house. Yeah, like, exactly. The end, of the, the end of winter quarter is coming, <clears> and it's just like, okay, bro, you're not going back to school. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not going back to school. You're yeah. <laughs> get over that. Yeah. There, there that goes. You know, I'm gonna have to, I have to figure something else out. So right. Throughout this time, I get a job. Uh, I get a full time job. Now I'm like, okay, I got to get out of my house now. So I save up a cool thousand, two thousand, and then I move out with a homie. It wasn't really a homie, just someone yeah. from high school. Right. He, at the time, he was the one that wanted to move out with me. So I move out. And I move in this place with this dude. And this kid's all on this party tip where I was like, I'm just like, work, work, work. Yeah. He's like, party, party, party. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, Dom, let's go out to this party, this and that. And at this time, I'm working like 60, 70 hours a week just trying right. to hustle up as much money as I possibly can. Hell yeah. And he's like, yo, let's <clears> go out to this party. And I was like, I don't want to, bro. And then he starts trying to give me the, oh, you little bitch. Uh, I see. <laughs> right, bro, so we go to this party. Long story yeah. short, we end up playing beer pong. Uh, I drank one beer. I'm trying to trying to get out because the cops are coming and like right. people are being loud and stuff like that. And being stupid and I was like bro let's just get out of here this is stupid I yeah. in the morning anyways yeah exactly stupid move on my end I end up leaving getting a DUI 
Right? Shit, I didn't over. even know that, yeah, for real. No one knew, but I didn't tell no one that shit. Yeah. But they ended up pulling me over, giving me a DUI, and that was really like the start of all the bad shit. So you're saying that, like, damn. So, okay, so you come home, you end up kicking it with, you know, or end up in an unfortunate situation, and then you get in some serious, serious trouble with a DUI, yeah, and yeah. now you're just at fucking bottom. Yeah. Now you're just like, oh, damn, what am I? I know Pops is probably like, yo, what the? Yeah, I don't yeah, even want to so, see that conversation. Ooh, yeah, man, so this is where it's like, damn, bro, like, okay, you, you couldn't go to school. Now you here, now you fucking up. Yeah. Like now you're a fucking failure. Yeah. Now you ain't doing shit. Right. And like this is where like the, the lowness starts coming in. And I'm holding this back for my family for a while. I'm not telling them I'm not even telling my friends. Like Hell the only yeah. one that knew was Annabelle. And thank right. God I, I had her at the time because she right. you know, she was like the only support system that I had at the time, but like I wouldn't tell nobody. Yeah. And um Yeah, man, so that happened. And then on top of that, bro. It took me a while to tell my parents. I eventually ended up telling them, but we're just gonna kind of cut, cut fast. I'm not gonna get like into the mushy gushy stuff yeah. about it. But that that happened. Right after that, I ended up, you know, <clears throat> totaling my car. You know, flipped <laughs> my Civic. Damn, dog. And then um, after that, man, let's see. I gotta plug out a whole fucking note system. Let's see, real quick. Everything that happened during that time, bro. Yeah, to, and we can chop, but uh. Damn, dog! I didn't even know you had a. That's what I want to know, though. Like, you know what I mean? Because we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. And we're gonna talk about how f- we came all the way back up. Yeah. And how we're gonna stay back up. Yeah. All right. So I have it all written down here. This is the only one that I wanted to actually write down before I came because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. I don't get all off track. But basically, when I left college, I went to or I went to high school. I left high school, went to college, got the MIP, and then I totaled the car, right? And I was like, "Fuck, man! Here we go." Yeah. All right, I'm going to keep trying, I'm going to keep trying, I'm going to keep trying. I was, yeah. I was probably listening to Drake successful at that moment. When I it was on repeat. <laughs> but, you know, then I, then I came back, I moved out, got a place in my high school associate. Mm-hmm. And then at this time, my dad and my mom were beefing. Like, they yeah. had been beefing like Armand Jolai. They were always fighting, arguing, all this shit. And and I was just like, ah, this, this is what it is. And they, they were just beefing the whole time. And it was just an unhealthy relationship. So now... When I'm older, looking back at it, I'm like, they shouldn't have been together. Right, right. Should have cut it quits a long time ago, you know. Yeah. At this time, I'm young. I'm trying to figure my life out. My dad basically kicks my mom out, so mm-hmm. here I am working 60, 70 hours a week at Jiffy Lube over here, right? Know, trying to make ends meet. Right. My dad, my dad kicks my mom out. I kind of have to support her in a way, mentally and you know emotionally or whatever, and uh, financially. Yeah. At some point in times, I'm like, I couldn't even handle that, you know. Um, and then let's see here. Yeah, because now, I mean, now you're, like, in the shit. Now, like, now you're, like, now you're getting involved in the other shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just outside of what your initial goal is exactly. because you're just caught up. Yep. So I can see. Yeah, and this, and this is the time where my boy was like, yo, let's go to that party, this and that. I went to the party, drove him home, got a DUI. Mm-hmm. And then after this, I was like, okay, man, you got to figure this shit out, dude. Like, you got an MIP, you got a DUI, you got out of school, you're not even in college, you're just working. Like, this isn't the life that you wanted to live, you know what I'm saying? Right. This isn't where you wanted to go. Yeah. And then, I was like, okay, figure it out, start stacking up money. But then this is where the same homie that, that I moved in with, that I went to the party with, that mm-hmm. I got, basically got the DUI for. I'm never going to blame him because that was my yeah, yeah. right? Back then, I was blaming him, though. Like, it's fucking your fault, bro. Like, you got a DUI because of you. Yeah. And this same dude bailed on me. So, like, we were in this apartment together. He bails on me. Mm-hmm. So now I have to cover his end of the rent. 
all this oh, stuff damn. happening, you know, and this DUI legal fees and all shit's happening. And I'm just like, okay, what do I do, bro? Like, do you break? Yeah. Like, do you go back home? Like, what do you do? Yep. And then this is something that helped <clears throat> me like live the way I live now because I was like, no, like failure is not an option for me. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Oh, I'm not gonna go into let it be an option. So yep. instead of focusing <clears throat> on the problem. Focus on the solutions. So I feel right. my mind was shifting towards like, where do I go with this? How do I make these cars work? Right, me? right. And um, yeah, so that happened. And then little did I know, the DUI ended up violating my probation for the MIP back at school. <laughs> you know? And so my fucking Yo, probation officer called. You're not even a troublemaker, dude, no, like not that. Even not even like a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sitting here in like these courtrooms and like all this stuff. I'm like, bro, like I'm fucking 18, 19 years old. Yeah. These guys are actually criminals. Yeah, like you're caught in this. You're this caught with these guys. Yeah. I gotta show you this picture, bro. Look at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your driver's license? No, it's like this old bank card that I have. They still haven't changed my picture. That, that's, oh, that's who. That's who was in those courtrooms. Oh, bro. damn. <laughs> They're waiting for you to get in there, bro. They're waiting for you to get in there. Uh, for people oh, who don't see it, I'm just some like little 12-year-old looking kid. Jesus. This is hell. Bro. Anyways, man. So. <laughs> so show the, I want to show the, uh, show the, ki- or the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty, they were waiting for that boy it. to get in there. Little baby ass. <laughs> I ain't heard a fly. <laughs> I'm just up in here in these courtrooms, you know, feeling yeah. like a bum and all this stuff. All right, so let's see where we're at now. So <clears throat> ended up probate or violating my probation. Right. And my D or my probation officer called me like, "Yo, bro, get your ass to jail." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, get your ass to jail." So <laughs> I ended up having to take my mom's car, drive to Spokane to right. go to jail. Spent the weekend there, went to jail, and I'm in the middle of fucking. I, I just probably probated vi- or uh, violated probation. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in jail between a dude who killed his his mother and another dude who strangled some other dude. You know, they're just like sharing stories. And I'm like, yeah, cell block, whatever, this and that. What are you in for? And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm not talking to these people. Yeah, dudes. yeah. And at the end of the weekend comes and I end up leaving. Some dude's like, all right, see you later. And I was like, no, yeah. you won't. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah never no, again. Um, so bro at that time once you're going through that I mean obviously you probably don't like have that reflection because you're just trying to survive but like once you look back on that shit now you're probably like damn like I was really really low you know what I mean like your your life probably could have went a completely different way at that point and a lot of kids it's unfortunate because a lot of kids like they go that route They, they get caught in that they don't have that mentality unfortunately to like separate themselves from that yeah. And that's what we're trying to shift here. Yeah, no, we're, we're going to touch on that for sure because that's a very important part that I feel is most people get hit with these obstacles and adversity and these yep. struggles, and a lot of people fold. Right. right. Again, I don't think that my story is that bad. Yeah, there's kids I, out there that I has terrible people stories. people have it so much worse than I did. This is just my struggle. Exactly. Right? Um, but most people fail because they don't look at it in the face and just plow through it. You know, they don't, they look at it like, oh, I'm a victim. Or, right, oh, right. Oh, I'm, I have a disadvantage or this and that. Whereas I was looking at it like, fuck, man, why is this happening? Like, why am I this fucking up? This isn't my life. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve more than this. I will be better than this. So that's why I kept saying I will be better Hell than yeah. this. It's just, it just kept rolling, you know? Yep. Thing after thing, so... Um, ended up coming back from Spokane with an ankle bracelet on my shit. And then I had a, it was an alcohol ankle bracelet because they think I'm an alcoholic at this point. 
And mind you, bro, my parents were alcoholics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's, so, like, okay. This is fucking so me up. So it's bloodlines, yeah. Yeah, this is fucking me up. Yeah. Like, damn, like, I'm just falling, I'm falling into it. I'm in the trap, bro. I can't get, I'm in the system. They got my thumbprints now. Like, I'm doing, like, following the bad habits. My dad was following. My dad has, like, fucking 30 DUIs. I got one now. Like, yeah, what's yeah. What's gonna happen, bro? Yeah. Like, I'm just fucked now, you know? And so, I ended up buying a new car, you know? Yeah. Bought a new car. Applied for Boeing. I was like, bro, I'm going to fucking make something of my life. My man. You know? Hell yeah. I'm going to make something of my life. I applied for Boeing. And then uh, I, I went to the Boeing interview, right? Yeah. Passed that shit. Exactly. They gave me a job offer on the spot. Hell and yeah. this was the first time where I was like, you know, this Breath is the first time, bro. Like, I looked at my future. I looked at mm. the light at the end of the tunnel. I finally seen the light. And I was like, this is it. I, at the time, they were hiring a bunch of people for mm. Boeing. And uh, I just knew. My dad worked for Boeing. I knew they made a lot of really good money. Right, right. I'm going to be good. Hell yeah. You know? So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to pay off my debts. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be good. I started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Next thing you know, brother. Oh, no. <laughs> I, th- I you know. thought we were going to end on a happy <laughs> ending story. <laughs> oh, shit. We might have to cut this up in like two different episodes, bro. But I, we make it a whole series, bro. Yeah, man. So <laughs> next thing you know, I'm driving home in the car I just bought, and I'm texting my brother. No one knows this yet that I was texting when I did it, but uh-huh. I was texting my brother. I got the job. Yeah. I got the interview. It's now. Boom. Fucking we're in some, some lady, and yeah, total that car too. That one's gone. But I'm still a little hopeful. I'm like, okay, I'm going to fix this. It's going to be okay. I got the yeah. job. I'm good. This and that. Right. So I'm feeling good. I'm almost clear. I'm almost out of the rut. I got to fix fix the car situation. So, okay, because I have the bowling to lean on. I'm good. Um, at this time, though, like my friend's like, yo, Dom, how'd you get into Boeing? And I was like, I'm about to put you all on. Because they're yeah. doing a mass hiring spree, and I wanted to work with all my homies. Yeah, hell yeah. So I was like, all my homies at Jeefly, while I was putting them on, all my homies from like every high school, was like going to their house and showing them how I put, put in the application, so on and so forth. Yep. Next thing you know, they all start getting offers. Yep. They all start getting uh, job offers and getting accepted and stuff like that. So we're all starting to go out. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see here. Yeah, they, are, they all start getting accepted. And then I'm sitting in my house at that apartment over there, and I'm like, I get this phone call. And I look at it, and it's the call I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. They had to do a drug screening and background check, all that stuff. Right. To tell me whether I, whether I got the job, right? Mm-hmm. Got the call I've been waiting for. They made me wait for like three weeks, which is painful back during this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, bitch. And then I hop on the phone call, and she's like, hey, man, long story short, you didn't get the job. Because Whoa. the MIP and the DUI were too close to each other. Oh, my gosh, bro. So think about it, bro. Like Jesus. All that stuff happening to me at, at that young age, and then I finally start seeing like the light of the end of the tunnel and figuring out what my path's going to be, start planning out things I'm going to do in the future. Right. Boom. Just crumples it up and throws it in the trash. Right? Just darkness again. So this is where, you know, it's, I'm almost done with this part, but this is where, like, the the if there was a, a time in my life where I was depressed, this is where, where it started to hit. Right, know? right. All right, you really can't do it. Like, right. You're not gonna do anything. This is it. Like this, blah blah blah. And then this is where, like, I actually said I fucking hate my life. Yeah. You know, this is where I fucking hate my life. I can't right. stand this. I've seen people post on the internet talking about I love my life. This not traveling all stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh, fuck this. Yeah. Like, unfollowing <laughs> yeah. all of y'all. <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing. This is this is the end of like the bad shit. But after all that shit happened, some time goes by, and I'm like slowly starting to like clear out of it, and mm-hmm. like you know. I just went to work, and my goal was to just work my way up it, at the job until I found another better, a better opportunity. That's what right. I did. Went back to Jiffy became assistant manager, worked my, worked my way to becoming a manager, and then um, still fucking hated it. it was yeah, fresh, yeah. You know? <laughs> and then 
I was like, okay, cool. Life's, life's not that bad. We're getting out of the rut. We're starting to feel a little better. Um, my girl's good. My family's good. And this is where like I just shut everybody off. Mm-hmm. Like everybody on the outside. Right. Just shut them all off. Anyone who wasn't adding value to my life or helping me or pushing me to be better, I just cut it all off. Mm-hmm. Didn't party, didn't drink, didn't do nothing. Right. Just kept it with my family. This is where this is where I felt more comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And then so I, I made a decision like, man, let's go out to breakfast with my family and let's just go enjoy time, right? Right. All I was doing was working, going home, working, going home, working, going home. Yep. Let's go enjoy some time. We went to IHOP over here on yep. Broadway and just hung out with the fam for a little bit and started feeling a little better and then I fucking walked home. This is the last thing. This is, I'll stop boring you with all the things. Nah, dude. Up. No, this is crazy. That's I, I this is what I want. Bro, and I'm 20 at the time. And uh, I go to my, my, my apartment, go to open the door, and I look on the door, and there's a fucking uh, uh, subpoena or something. I don't know what, what you yeah. call them now, but it's something, a piece of paper. I pull it down and start reading it. Blah, 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 blah. You're being sued for $30,000 for Whoa. the accident that I got in. You know, and so this lady's trying to sue a twenty-year-old. They really trying to ruin everything for thirty racks, and then that's where it goes. You know, so it's just like all these up lower co- yeah roller coasters, uh, emotions just really just going going crazy. And I got hit with that thirty thousand dollar lawsuit, and I look at my girl, and I was like, "This is fucking over. It's over." And Fuck she, man. And she said three. I don't know how many words. Three, four words that really told me, like, gave me all I needed, bro. Like, thank. I think fucking. Oh my God! Like she's like, so thankful for her, bro. Because, shout out Annabelle. Shout out Annabelle. <laughs> Damn, I'm so thankful for her because she said a few words that really gave me what I needed to right. just kill it, bro. And Hell yeah. Where I'm at today, because she said, "Don't worry, we'll get through it." Now, mind you, she didn't need to endure my pain. Right. She didn't need to go through any of that. Right. Like my struggle is not her struggle. She comes from a family where like they, they you know, they, they support her, they pay for her college, they take care of her. <clears> this and that. <throat> mom, mom and dad were very hardworking individuals. Right. Um, and that's just what she. That's the card she was dealt. Right. Mm-hmm. She was good. She never had to deal with the struggle that I had to deal with. But she's there, like, like kicking it with me, like really supporting your boy and saying like, we got this. I love and it. And I was like, okay. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Right. So it just shifted. So that that's where I shifted. I just turned into a fucking beast, bro. I handled my business, took care of my stuff, got the debt down, whatever, paid it off, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Got a new job, started working my way up. And this is where I'm like in stack mode. Grind, 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 yeah. grind. I'm not fucking with nobody. Just grind, 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 grind. And then I'm just saving up, saving up, paying off my debts. I remember calling in to, to the, while I was at my job at a collection agency that yeah. I fucking hated. Yeah. <laughs> they were giving you a hard time <laughs> over there. <laughs> calling you on the 1st and 15th every <laughs> single month. Yo. But I called them. I was like, yo, man, I would like, I brought the debt from like thirty thousand dollars down to like nine grand. I ended up calling them because I got my my income check my check in. It was like twenty five hundred. I was like, it was like the biggest one I had received at the time. Yeah. Uh, tax return. Yeah. And I called them. I was like, look, bro, you you're about to take this two racks, and that's it. And I yeah. can't even shit else. This and that. Da da da. And uh, for anyone out there in collections, if you guys come up there and tell them, hey man, I got this money for you, take it or leave it. More than likely, they'll take it if it's reasonable. So just Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I called him up, bro. I owed him like I don't know a certain amount, and then I told him I was like, take two grand or leave it, this and that. And he's like, whoa, trying to negotiate with me. Well, yeah. You can do this and pay this and that. And I was like, or you can take this small yeah. hundred dollars a month for the next four years of my life. Yeah, exactly. What are you do, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and he takes it, and bro, boom, that was the end of my debt. Mom, dude, I gotta give you that on that. That's wild. That was the end of my debt. That's ill. Like, that's where the feeling of success came. Yeah. And that's where I started to feel how good it felt to succeed. Hell yeah. I was like, I fucking beat this shit. I went yeah. through all this stuff in two years, bro. Yeah. All this stuff in two years. As a 20 year old kid. Yeah. yeah as a no, fucking kid. Yeah, bro. I was a kid. You know, I didn't know how to deal with any of this shit. 
And so I felt it. Boom. There it is. Weight lifted off. I'm like, bro, I can see it. I can see it. The light came back, right? Hell yeah. The light came back. Dominic, what do you do? Cool. Just stack up. Save, 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 save. Um, so certain things happen. Start saving money. Start working my ass off and stuff. And this is where <clears> I, I start <throat> investing it. Right. Um, goal was to, to invest our first certain amount of money. Me and my brother came together. We put 5K together. Right. Each had $10,000. Uh-huh. And we ended up wanting to invest into like show promotion right back when right and jay key was doing, was his, doing thing, his thing yeah always in shows and stuff and so we're like we're gonna do show promotion <clears throat> yeah and um we had the money some 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 dude that we were linked up with ended up trying to screw us over we've seen it so we're like well, we're not going to do that so we just kept stacking kept saving mm-hmm. and then two years so that happened when i was 20 that last thing happened when i was 20 Ended up stacking, saving, shifting my mind a little bit, and just like really on the come up. Ended up flipping my first house at the age of 23. Yep. Flipped my second house at the age of 23. Flipped my third house at the age of 24. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bought, uh, started DC Fitness. Yep. And that's really where the snowball came. See that? I remember at that time because I had I had, I had just finished school or whatever, and I remember like we always followed each other on on social media, and I was like, oh damn, Dom's out here fucking flipping. He's <laughs> doing his thing. I was like, hell yeah. And I saw you flip again. I was like. Keep on doing that. And then we, next thing you know, we end up uh, linking up. We lived at the same apartment community uh, on Grand. And I was like, yo, what the heck? And like, we, I remember we had that like serious ass talk, me and your brother. And I think it was oh, key. Oh, Grand Apartments. Yeah, at yes, Grand Apartments. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Dominic's on his, Dominic's on his shit. It's good to see that. Hell yeah. So then you, so then you flip, you start realizing like your money is starting to, starting to build. Your movement's starting to build. Mm-hmm. What you're about? What 23, 24 at this time? Yeah, this time I was 23, 24. Yep. Yeah. And then, so what's next after that? Uh, so DC Fitness was growing, and uh, that was like my baby at the time. So I just kept rolling with that. It kept stacking up all my money. <coughs> yep. Uh, R.I.P. Nip. This is where he starts hitting me, saying all money in, stack, stack, stack. Because I was spending, I was going on vacations. I didn't experience none of that shit. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. I was going yeah. all this struggle and crazy stuff. I was like, I'm about to enjoy my life a little bit for. Finally, shit. Hell yeah. So all of the DC DC fitness when I started like spending it, going on vacations, taking my garage, doing all this stuff, and then Nip Nip came in, was like all money in, uh, stack, stack, stack. I was like, all right, bro, stop fucking spending business money. Yep. Grind, 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 stack, stack, stack. And then that led to me continuing investing in real estate. I had a, I have a rental property right now. I invested in a, a I'm a partial owner of a hotel in Georgia. Nice. Yeah, that came through recently, and so. Yeah, from there, man, I just kept expanding like my training services. Mm-hmm. So, like every business that I start, right? Right. And I master, I'll, I'll train somebody else how to do the same thing. So, for That's example, dope. e-commerce on mm-hmm. Amazon, I dropship on Amazon. Been, been doing that for the past few years. Right. Um, succeed with that. <clears throat> built it. Built one store into a six-figure per month store. Yeah. And from then, I started training people how to do the same thing. Right? Yep. And then that led to me investing into ATM. There's an ATM right over there in Rob's that, shop. That's what I'm Shout saying. Shout out to homie Rob. Yes, you sir. My first ATM in here. Thank you, brother. Um, <laughs> and that's then, love. Yeah, man. So that's pretty much where I'm at now. And now the goal is just to continue stacking, continue saving, but um, take all this internet money and then dump it into real estate. And yep. Lock down those long-term appreciating assets. Um, so we have a we have a hotel. I flipped three houses. We have a, our own personal house and a rental property. Next goal is an apartment complex. Yep. Um, and just keep rolling with that, bro. Just keep going, you know. Dude, I love it, man. See, so like you, so I mean, now your 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 vision is getting like a lot a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever think that like once you were let's go back to the struggle? Did you ever think like, yo, 
now you look back at it like, damn, this is where I'm at today. I didn't even fucking think that my head, my mental would be this so aligned that I could actually get to this point. No, so even when I was going through all that shit, yeah. I always knew I was destined for greatness. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know when it was going to come. Yeah. I didn't know how long I was going to have to work. Right. You know, and call it impatience, call it whatever you were. I'm, I'm this young. I'm still pretty, I'm still young. Yeah. You know, we're still in our 20s. Um, and I'm all talking like, oh, I'm, you know, I, I still don't yeah. feel successful. Oh, not at all. I mean, yeah. Right? No, but not at all. Looking back on all that shit. You know, I'm doing really well. I got so much more work to do, but I feel like I've come a long way. Right, like, right. In comparison to other people who work, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years and accomplish a couple of things or whatever that I've accomplished. You know? Right, right, right. I talk to a lot of old <clears throat> old people, older <clears throat> people, and <clears throat> I tell them, like, the things that I've done. They're like, oh, how old are you? I'm like, yeah. I'm 27. <laughs> Damn, you do more than most people have done in their lifetime. I was like, yep. you shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. You know? But for me, man, I always knew that. You still going? Yeah, still going. Um, for me, I always knew that I was destined <clears> for greatness, and so when I was getting hit with these roadblocks and these complications, I was like, okay, no, this isn't it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet. I just had to figure it the fuck out. Right. Yeah, it sucks. Right. Yeah, it's terrible. Yes, I hate it, mm-hmm. but I use that hate as passion to just prevail, right? I love it. I love it. So I was I was actually going to talk about that. So, like, I know your drop shipping business is you're killing it, which is dope. I love it. I'm in real estate. I feel like you and I, we both deal with with that roadblock of like the outside outside or exterior like people looking in and like oh there's some like type of you know they're a grease ball or their type of business isn't isn't uh isn't like actually out to help people how do you deal with that like how do you deal with that hey i know with me personally i go up to you know if i'm cold calling i've gotten told like yo don't ever call me again don't come to my door don't knock on my door i have nothing for you you're you're I, you know what I'm saying? I've been through that. How do you deal with that? Because that's so crucial. You know what I mean? Anybody who's listening to this, especially if you're young, uh, like 18, 19, getting out of high school, I'm turning towards the mic right now. Yep. Get a fucking sales job. <laughs> For real, though. That is what put me in the position I'm in today. You mm-hmm. know? That has, has, that's been giving me the ability, giving me the strength and the courage and you know, that ambition just push through anytime I get told no. Like I love it. Yeah, yeah, dog. I love that. Yes. Yes. So it just gave me the ability to, to yeah. talk smoothly. And a lot of people think that sales are bad. Right. A lot of people look at salesmen as like shady, this and that, unethical, blah blah blah. And sure there are a lot of those out there. Right. But sales is literally an art. Such an art, man. It's a it's, craft, dude. It's a craft. Yes. If you, if you perfect it and you master that shit, you, you can get anything you want in life. And it's not because you can convince people to do some shit they don't want to do. It's yep. just you learn how to be persuasive. You learn how to be positive. You learn critical thinking. You learn problem solving. You learn um, how to take objections. You know, or, uh, not objections, but re- rejections and yep. you keep going, right? Yep. It teaches <clears> you so much. And... Whether you are a natural born salesman or whether you're someone who just wants to go out and create your own business or photography business, videography business, whatever, right? Right. And you know sales? Right. Like, you're good. Yeah. You're you can go out there and get the business you need. You can go out there and convince people to do what you want them to do or to work with you, yep. right? You can battle past the no's um, and you can just push hard for yourself every single day. So, yeah. So, if you're listening to this and you're young you don't know where to go, get in sales and figure the rest out later. Cause that's <laughs> Dude, I love it. Yeah. It's so true, man. Every no is one step closer to a yes. Mm-hmm. Every no is one step closer to a yes, man. 
And you're going to hear multiple notes. Exactly. You can't be worried about hearing multiple notes. So how do you, how do you deal with that object? How do you deal with that rejection? You know what I mean? Like you, you're going to get told no. You got to go into shit knowing like, yo, I'm going to get told no. You know what I mean? You got to. Which is a hard mental. It's Uh, a hard mental. Yeah. So I've been in sales for a long time. Most of my jobs were sales jobs. And uh, for me, when I get the no, I used to get discouraged and be like, oh shit. Yup. And just let it go, you know, but. Um, now when I hear the nose, it's just like, oh, for it's just like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's dog. Fun. And I kind of yes. like in, in the back of my head, I get this smile, you know, I'm playing, I'm poker face. Yeah. Off, but like I get this smile in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, it's all okay. Right. Because it's not about, it's not about them saying yes. It's about, okay. You say no. Well, once I, once I sell that house on the street, you're going to come knocking on my door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get a final laugh. Yeah, that's what it note, is. You learn how to battle past the note. It gives you that confidence that you really need to go out there and kill it. Exactly, life. bro. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. So you now we're transitioning. Business is picking up. DC Fitness is picking up. Um, you, you're starting to understand, like, I feel like your vision on you actually becoming great and doing whatever you want to do is is starting to gain even more momentum. I know at this time, right, you work a nine to five. So at this time you're you're still at you've been what was it AT and T? Yeah, I was at AT and T at the time. Um, and you're at AT and T for how long? And then <clears throat> how did you like transition? To to how did you transition to? Because I mean, obviously the end goal was to get into these avenues full time. Yeah, yeah. For so sure, for sure. how did you come up with that plan? So, um, man, the whole nine to five thing goes. Yeah, man. So I knew. Me getting out of out of high school, not mm-hmm. knowing what I wanted to do and just be a businessman. Right. And like, it's hard to it's hard to say, man. But you not you needed to do something. Yeah, like <laughs> I knew I needed to do something, but I knew deep down, ever since I was young, bro, ever since I was in middle school, that I didn't want to work for somebody my whole life. Okay. Right? Yeah. So here I am at AT and T, working for a job that I actually really liked. They paid me very well. You know, and it was the first job I had that I actually enjoyed. They paid me well. They gave me good benefits, all this stuff. And they took care of me. And I actually enjoyed coming to work. So I was kind of, I was kind of in this weird position because I was like, before I, before I got this job, I was lining myself up to be out of my job by 30. Okay. Like I'm lining <clears> myself <throat> up. I'm going to be out of a job by 30. I'm going to be full entrepreneur. Right. And then I get this job and I start liking it. Right, right. <laughs> Seriously. I start liking this job. I start making good money. Yeah. And then I'm really good at it. So I'm moving up the ranks. Yeah. It's just like the opportunities. I'm not trying for it. It's just coming to me. Right. right? So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? Yep. You know, so then, then that's telling me, oh, okay, you found a job where you can work your way up. You can do this and that. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go as far as this takes me. And as soon as my businesses start pulling me out, I'm mm-hmm. going to go. Yeah, yeah. You know? Respect. And so that, that kept going. I was on route to, to be leaving my job by 30 years old. And um, I was waiting for Annabelle to get out of school. She's a PA. She's going to school for, to be a PA. Nice. And um, so I was like, okay, well, she gets out of school. I'm going to quit my job, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then this is where the universe starts starts taking control. Okay. And it's crazy. Yeah. Law of attraction is a motherfucker. Yo, me and Norris was just talking about that. We were literally just talking yeah. about law of attraction. It's insane, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. So around this time when this is happening i link up with above Ave. we start doing our thing we start seeing our growth and i'm telling them my goals and i'm like i'm leaving my and i put i, put, I just put it out there yeah I, yeah yeah it wasn't fully true i wasn't you know none of that um but i put it out there the hotel deal i told my yeah. boys i want to own a hotel literally a month after i owned the hotel you know? right. and then a month after that I was like, okay let's see how this keeps going yeah i quit my job and then damien's like by when and i was like 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm two years. I'm two years away from this. I'm yeah. Just gonna say, oh, I'm just gonna say in a, a few months. I'm gonna say February. <laughs> yeah. Say, By the end of February, I want to be out of my job. Right. Scared as shit. Yeah, yeah. Scared as fuck, just, bro. Yeah. <laughs> say it with your chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scared as hell, bro. And I was like, no, I'm not prepared for this. Little did I know I was, bro. Right. Not prepared <clears> for this. My goal was two years. Um, but I was like, fuck, I'm just commit to it. And then I started, you know, that happened. And then little things started popping up at work to where it's like, my boss was like asking me questions, questioning my loyalty, my, mm-hmm. you know, certain things were happening or, you know, just certain things were happening. Was telling me like, bro, what is, why are you here? Right, you know? right. And this was a big one for me. So I, I'm, I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. All I've known was work. Right. right. All I've known was hustle. All I've known was get out the mud, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, clearly. And so like. For me, I don't care about partying. I don't at the time, right? I don't feel like that time was it was my time to travel and go have fun and party. Right, right. right. It was work, work, work. I tell everyone, especially from a young age, sacrifice your twenties, right, for the dollar. Sacrifice your twenties for the dollar. I think people who tell you that money can't buy you happiness, and I'm sorry, it's gonna offend a lot of people. They're <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> why do you feel that way? Because money, money will not be the reason why you're happy. Yep. But money will numb a lot of the pain mm-hmm. and it'll help get you into situations that do make you happy absolutely right? so money isn't everything yeah but the things that money can buy you is everything yeah and if you don't have no money you won't have shit yeah so if you're coming out of high school you gotta sacrifice your money your 20 for the dollar period you mm-hmm. don't focus on anything else so for me i didn't party i didn't have fun i didn't go i didn't go out and drink every occasionally right outside right I'll right celebrate small accomplishments <clears throat> yeah right? but other than that i didn't really care to do any of that so I worked at Smoky Point, and uh-huh. they were very um, low staff. Okay. Right? Management was trash. They were scaring away everyone. Everyone was getting, you know, quitting and getting fired. Yeah. It was me and, like, three other workers, and I was, like, their dude. I was the one slanging the sales. All yeah. I was going to get it, and, like, they needed me. If I would have left. To produce for the store. Yeah, if I would have left, they'd have fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that was happening, and this the whole time I'm telling my boss, I'm like, yo, man. Get me a job, you know, get me promoted. This and that. And he's like, oh, I got you, bro. You're my guy. I got you. Just keep selling. Keep doing your thing. Right. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Little did you know, as I'm going out and talking to other people in the company, I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get promoted. This and that. And he's like, bro, that dude's like dogging you, dog. Like, he's trashing your name. Like, you're not going to be able to get promoted like this. Oh, hell. I was like, what? <coughs> yeah. So long story short, I ended up working some connections, speaking with some people that I actually actually knew, and like getting around that bozo. Right. And getting promoted, he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> getting promoted, moving manager to Everett, and then so I escaped that situation, and then I'm I'm getting comfortable again. But then, uh, some things start happening here. I still haven't taken a vacation, so it's been a year there since I didn't take a vacation. Right. And it was almost a year here since I didn't take a vacation. But I was okay. like, it's all good. Yeah. I'll use up all my vacation time at the end of the year. Yeah. It's all good. I'm just gonna work. I don't right. care anyways. I don't need sick days. I don't need vacations. I don't need to party. Right. It is what it is. Right? Yeah, exactly. So this time, I had like a month or two of vacation saved up. Nice. And it was at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, my boss just came back from paternity leave. He was gone for three months. Mm-hmm. I hustled in the store for him. Brought the store to like a, I don't know what, I don't know what stage it was at before I came in, but it was like always one, two, or three. Nice. In the nation, I believe, for the district. It was top three in the district at Hell all yeah. times. And then so homeboy came back and I expect him to be praising us, you know, yeah. like, thank you guys. This and that, da, da, da. Um, but anyways, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Right. It was so different. The energy was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I, I'm starting to not really feel valued. Right. You know, 
And then I request my vacation. I want a month off, bro. I gotta go look, get this shit. Right? Yeah, and you've been yeah. telling me, Dominic, whenever you whenever you need vacation, it's yours. Right. I was like, cool. I appreciate that. I respect it. Let's get it. Right. I'll come back from a vacation. <clears throat> we'll thug it out. We'll work hard again. Yeah, exactly. So I request his vacation, right? And then next thing you know, the the district manager comes in, and we're in like this two on one meeting. <laughs> and mind you, bro, I'm a, I'm right. a hard ass worker. Right. Produce results, like. Nothing that I do mm-hmm. is, you know, selfish. Right. I'm there for the team. I'm loyal as shit. Yep. And I've, I've just proven all these results over the last couple of years. Right. 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 And the, the one dude that comes in that I looked up to most, mm-hmm. um, look, looked up to him most, comes in, and the first words out of his mouth after all that, I hadn't spoken to, spoken to him at all in person, right? Right. The first words out of his mouth were basically questioning my loyalty. You know, so yeah, like, yeah. I was like, okay, I was yeah, like, okay. So you know where this is going. Yeah, I yeah. know where this is going. You're questioning my loyalty. You're trying to find things, this and that. Da, da. I was like, after all the shit that I've done, just because I requested some vacation, right? So in my head, I'm telling myself like, bro, like this, this is like solidifying the fact that you, you shouldn't be doing this for somebody else. You know, absolutely. So and th- and this is probably like, uh, two weeks after I told my my squad I'm quitting my job. Yeah. So all this shit starts happening. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Law of attraction. Yeah, man. And so that that conversation wrapped up, and this is what put the nail in the coffin for me. Mm-hmm. I looked at my two managers, district manager and my other manager, and I was like, I looked at them, and I was like, look, bro, we had cleared the air, everything was fine. Like, okay, no, yeah. like, we get it, we understand, we understand what's going on, da, 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 right. this and that. But they little did they know they fucked up every chance they had with me. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Right? But this is the nail in the coffin right here. I looked at my my two bosses and I said, yo, yo T and D. I'm not gonna say their names. But yeah. Yo T and D. Let me ask you a question. Is that cool? And they're like, yeah. And I was like. What do you want to do in life? Where do you want to go? Right. You know, what, what's in it, what's in life for you? Bro, dead, blank, dead stare. Right in the fucking eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Right? Asked him that question. And then he looked at me and fumbled. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And that was it for me, bro. That, that was it. I know what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. I know where I want to go. Exactly. I know where I want to be. I know the things that I'm going to do. I know the, the souls and the hearts I'm going to touch. I know the things I'm going to accomplish. Yep. And I can tell you 10 years from now where I'm going to be at. Absolutely. But I'm sitting here following two bozos. They're my homies still. But, <laughs> but just don't have that same yeah, type of mentality, it's, it's, they mindset. They don't have that same type of mentality. They don't have it. And I'm following you. Yeah. And I'm trusting yeah. my life basically in your hands when you don't even know what you want to do. Bro, I want to touch on that so crucially because it's so true, man. Like, you have to literally – I wish when I look back at things – I could like question who I was taking advice from because I always relate shit to hoop. But like when I was coming up playing basketball, <clears throat> I had so many coaches that I was listening to that like I trusted in, right? You know, I'm a younger dude. I trust in, I, I care, like I, I'm a listen to you, right? Comes to find out I don't even have like that self-awareness to realize like, yo, why the hell am I listening to you when you don't even know how to shoot a basketball. You know what I mean? Or you don't even know how to do, we, like we're on a different level. You know what I mean? I, I actually care about this shit and you are just like, you're just doing this shit. Yeah, bro, you know what I mean? There's a, me there's a difference. It's oh. just a different level. So I can respect, like, I think some advice for any listeners out there, man, like don't, I mean, don't, I wouldn't say like challenge authority, but definitely always see if you are aligned on the same page with whoever has kind of that that mentorship over you if you guys can align to that if you guys can align and 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 kind of like connect on that follow it but if not man if you guys are disconnecting like what dom just said 
you got to think of another. You got to find a, someone else, man, because it's not going to be the move. You need to get out quick. Yeah. This is the way, and I'm glad that I've, I was able to think about it like this, but you said don't challenge authority. You can't challenge authority because then you just end up fucking yourself. Yeah. Right? You, yeah, yeah. You know, you can integrity. You can have integrity and you can make sure that your voice is heard. Right. And you can make sure that you challenge the people that you need to challenge, <clears throat> but you need to understand what level or playing field you're on. Right, right. You right. need to play your cards the right way. You need to strategize and, and really learn sales and psychology. Right. And basically, you got to learn how to like, this is going to sound weird. And pe the people who don't understand what I'm saying, you're going to sound like you're, you're going to think I'm an idiot for saying this, but you have to learn how to lie to people mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. yeah. to, to get your outcome, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, when it comes to like a boss yeah. or a coach, um, right. these bosses are telling us to do things. They're telling us to be this certain type of way. They're telling us to act some way. They're telling us we're wrong. We know we're right. not wrong. Right, right. But we can probably shoot, shoot a ball or sell way better than you. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stroke your ego. Yep. I'm going to let you, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> feel like you got some power over me. Yeah, exactly. Feel like what you're telling me is benefiting me. But I'm going to go do my shit yeah. and tell you what you need to hear so that way you give me more playing time. Exactly. And I can just keep playing my game. Exactly. Right? And now all parties are happy. Exactly. Right? Or exactly. content, content. Exactly. Yeah. And then that leads me to say this as well, because I said that those guys are my homies. They're not my homies. Mm -hmm. They really aren't. But I yeah. know I don't have any like bad, bad feelings thing. for them. Absolutely. Because, you know, in life, you're going to get a lot of people who give you that type of pushback and put those like barriers on you or like mm -hmm. put you, try to put you in this box and they just don't understand. And know? it's your job to get out of that. Yeah, it's your job to get out of that box. Exactly. You can't blame them. Yep. Right? You have to get out of that box. But so many people nowadays are, are blaming other people for their misfortune. For sure. And this was a, a huge reason I was able to get out of my version of struggle. Because mm -hmm. I looked at myself, I looked at my life, I looked at all the things that had happened, and I said, Dominic, what are you doing? Bruh. And yep. I, to be honest, the day I got that DUI, yeah. the night before I got that DUI, actually, I got a tattoo on my side, luck. Uh -huh. Because uh -huh. my luck was so trash <laughs> that I thought I had to get a tattoo on my <laughs> side <laughs> called luck. Saying I got luck on my side yeah. before luck get any better. And then the night after I got that DUI. <laughs> yeah, blowing <laughs> yeah. this breathalyzer really quick. Yeah, but I was, bl I was blaming <laughs> luck for my misfortune. Yeah. And then I looked at it and I was like, bro, like it's not luck. It's the decisions you're making. So, so crucial, man. So I turned around. And this is around the time Annabelle was like, you know, I got you, this and that. Like, we can get through this. I just started looking at everything. I was like, what were you doing? What was going wrong? All right, luck. Turn it around is decisions. From that point on, you're making nothing but smart-ass decisions. Right. And that's it. Absolutely. And so I started making really smart decisions. Um, and from there, my life started to change. So there's that. And then when people try to put you in that box, you have to be smart enough to understand that that's not their fault. Yeah, exactly. It's not their fault. 100%. That's just the life they live. But you have to be able to recognize it and, and, and uh, distance yourself from it and make the decisions that you need to make to make sure you don't stay in that box. So crucial, man. Because time is of the essence. Like, like you are literally wasting time if you are not connected or if you don't have that same like-minded vision as whoever you're listening to. And it's so crucial. You can end up 10 years down the road and be like, damn, what the hell was I doing? Mm -hmm. Listening to whoever or why am I following this guy? Yeah, and this is he's on his way out anyways. Yeah, this is where people really need to understand that your vision is everything. Yep. If you don't wake up with some type of vision or some type of like Dude, I don't know. Like, this is what I, this is where my passion comes out. Yeah. Because, like, I cannot deal with the fact that people are waking up lost. Yeah. 
Like, For sure. That shit hits my heart, bro, because if there's one thing that I want to do in this world mm-hmm. is show people, as long as you have, if, if you think it, believe yep. it, you can achieve it. Absolutely. Think I like it, that. Believe and achieve it, right? Yep. And if you're not waking up with the passion in your heart that's saying, okay, you're not there yet, you're not there, you, you, you know, we got to go, but like you can see at the end of, end of the tunnel where you want to be. Right. Then you'll be good, but if you don't, you're fucked. Yeah. And you will lose. You need to figure out how to get there really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't know how to get there, you just got to know where you want to be. Exactly. Think, think 5, 10, 20 years from now, where do you want to be? What are you doing? What type of house are you in? Where are you guys traveling to? Are you with your dream wife? Are you with your kids? Are they running around having fun? What kind of car are you driving? What type of money are you making? Like, that's just like the ultimate picture, right? And that's like the extent of thinking that yeah. you really need to take it to. Exactly. For real. Because yeah. materialistic shit doesn't matter. It no. really doesn't. No. But if you have the money. Yeah. Which what would buy you, you the happiness. How are you going to dream? What, yeah, how would you dream? And where would you do? And what, like, think so, I tell my clients this all the time, think so far ahead that it makes you feel happy. Right, 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 yeah. Think, like, bro, like, sit back, close your eyes, and look in the future and think, where am I at? What am I doing? What, you know what I'm saying? Until so you start feeling the happiness. Yep. And then take it one step further. But that right there is your vision. Yeah. That's, that's the light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. Now, every fucking day you wake up, you have to think about that vision. And think about the light, light at the end of the tunnel. Feel that happiness. And then feel that uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, like, like I don't have it I yet. I don't have it yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. That is what gives you the fire. Absolutely. That's what gives you the passion, and that <clears> will give you the, the, the give you the drive to push past adversity, complications, rejections, till, until you get the success or the successful yeses and so on and so forth. Exactly, bro. And that's the law of attraction. I mean, you gotta tell the universe what you want, and once you tell the universe what you want, and you go get that shit. Yeah. There's no stopping you. Adversity, you're going to get past it. You're gonna find. I like what you say. You're going to focus on the solution, not the problem. Yeah, bro. Focus hey, that, that's what's going to happen, man. Yeah, man, for real. All right, so I know we just got lost off in a Dude, no, I mean, oh, we, yo, we could tell. I remember we had that, we, we had the IG call, and we were supposed to <laughs> connect for like 10 minutes yeah. to talk about what we wanted to talk about on this episode. Shit, dude, we literally like, like an, an hour. hour <laughs> <laughs> that's on IG. When you get for real. People Absolutely. And that energy is there, man. But yeah, law of attraction, man. I, I spoke that shit. Then stuff at work started happening. And then that's when my two-year timeline started getting cut short to yeah. a year. And then that shit started happening with my bosses and stuff like that. And that, that cut it even shorter. Right. My goal was to leave my job at the end of February. Mm-hmm. I ended up leaving my job February 13th. So I ended up cutting my, my goal sooner. Right. And it wasn't because I made the decision. It was because I spoke it into existence. And then the fucking universe just brought it to me a lot sooner. 100%. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And then towards like... Okay, you could make the decision or this and that and that, but it was like, nah, bro, you gotta get out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then next thing you know, bro, I quit my fucking job. The best feeling ever, bro. I loved it, oh, dude. Man. Quit my <laughs> job. Went to Thailand for two weeks with my wife. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quit their job and go to Thailand for two. two That's weeks. stunning right there, dog. Yeah, man. And then uh, my my homeboys th- above that threw me a party at my house, a surprise party, first time <laughs> I've ever been surprised in my life, bro. Hell yeah. They played my ass, too. <laughs> my wife was in on that shit. She played my ass, man. Ended up surprising me, bro. And, yeah, that was... That is where, like, I really started to feel successful. Yeah. You know? But a, a bigger part of that was I seen that my crew was standing around the table. I shed tears that night, bro. I really did. Bro. Because, like, this is something I've worked for my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, and I had always looked for a team of like-minded individuals who right. believed in me. Right. But I did everything myself for so long that I never had that. Right, right, right. And so 
I come up from downstairs and everyone yelling surprises and that. I look, I was, I was, I was stunned, bro. Yeah, yeah. And my girl comes at me with this cake with above Ave on it, and I was like, damn. I look at my homies and they all have above Ave sweaters and shirts on. It's dope, like, man. Hell yeah. I, they put the cake down. I was looking at it like, damn. Can't fail. Yeah. Like now, now I have people who believe me. Yep. And they're they're pushing me and supporting me and they're and celebrating my accomplishment. Like so, it went from being like ridiculously happy, yeah, to, to scared as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a good scare though. Yeah, exactly. Like, scared as shit because now I can't fail. Not because I can't let myself down, but I can't let my entire squad down. That's purpose, right? Yep. And so yeah, that's that's where I'm at now, man. Bro, that's that's mad respect, man. So let's let's talk about the future, man. So what what do you what do you see? You know, let's let's dream. What do you see five years from now? Ten years from now? Where do you see about above Ave going? I mean, I feel like Man, it's just see, getting going, yeah, dog. I see above Ave apartment complexes. I see above <laughs> Ave hotels. Hell see, yeah. Um, I see an above Ave. In, uh, this is kind of new, new idea. I don't want to talk too much about it, but basically, <clears throat> let's just say um, a record label for influencers. Yep. Um, That's cool. We'll touch more on that in the future when it starts to come through. But That's tight. Basically, my I've done really well on mastering something and showing someone exact my blueprint basically and right to succeed with it right right so i want to get multiple other people you know it's a, my goal is like 100 people within the next one to two years to quit their jobs mm-hmm. um by investing in themselves by uh, building an e-com store by starting an atm business if they want to investing in real estate right Lay out the platform to show them exactly how to do it and i want to have um another podcast interview here soon with my yep. boy named ryan walker he's the first one that's on track to doing this hell and, yeah and uh he should be quitting his job in the next probably three to five months. And I've known this kid for six months. Really? So that right there is what tells you how important it is to, to surround yourself with people you want to be like or like-minded individuals, right? Because before 100%. that, we weren't really, at least he tells me that he wasn't thinking the way he thinks now. Right. You know, and just being around this energy yeah, forced his mind to think a certain way towards like, I can do it. Yeah. So I tell people all the time, hang out with me, I'm gonna brainwash the fuck out of you. Yeah, so you, I see you so post you that. Do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Believe, on, believe in yourself. And uh, that's just true. And that's what happened. Super true. Over, like, my years. So, yeah, I see a lot of stuff happening, man. I see a lot of real estate, um, a lot of real estate deals being done. Hey, I hear you on that real estate. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's where the dummies get rich, you know? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 100%. Um, but just continue taking advantage of opportunity, man, and um, investing in people with a passion. That's what they want to do. Uh, if, there's a, if there could be, like, an above-app shark tank, if you will. Yeah. That's what I really want to build like all my guys in the shark tank to get their money together, get their yep. capital right. So we can go back to people in our city and say who has opportunity by who right. has that passion, who has an idea, who has that work ethic and invest into them and help them build it. But not like the shark tank does and take 70% of their business. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be an actual 50, 50% part, partnership, yeah. you know? Yep. That's kind of like uh, where I want to go with it. That's, that's in the very near future though. Mm-hmm. As far as 10, 20 years from now, man, I just want to be really, really big into to, to real estate, have developments, have multiple apartment complexes, hotels, and, um, you know, what's it called? Rental properties and stuff yep. like that. That's where I want to park the majority of my money. That passive uh, income. Exactly. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's dope, man. I love it. I can see it, man. It's going to happen. We're speaking into existence mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, man, for real. Shit's going to happen. Um, so, I mean, let's, let's, uh, we'll go ahead. Where, where can, where can the listeners find find you on on social media outlets where if they want i know your, your drop shipping business is is booming right now so mm-hmm. like speak to that and how they can uh, get you or get connected with you yeah so once i learned how to make money online i was hooked and once i seen the potential of making money online and how it could 
grow rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I, I've, I've made my easiest dollar online and <coughs> so much potential with it. And as far Amazon, you know, they just passed a trillion dollars recently, right? Well, a few months ago on the market cap, and they ain't going nowhere. Uh, Amazon's the, the online retail king, and yep. if you can hang on to those, those, uh, and scoop up some of those coins like you're gonna you're gonna be well off and if you can make point zero 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 one percent of a trillion dollars like you're gonna be well yeah and so that's why i recommend people to get into e-commerce uh, i personally work with amazon and i drop ship on amazon uh later we'll be moving over to like private labeling and you know fba and stuff like that but drop shipping i feel like is the is the number one business everyone should start with mm-hmm. you know um, especially if they're new to business, right? Even if they have their own business, they want to create some other stream of passive income. Um, dropshipping is lo- lower, lowest barrier to entry. Right. It doesn't take a whole lot of capital to run it, and um, essentially, there's you know little to no risk. Right. And I show people how to build their own stores, and I even actually help them automate and outsource and hire employees for their stores, so on and so forth. Right. Um, I talk a lot about it on my social media. IG is Dom Carney D O M. C A R N E Y on social on IG. That's where I'll do most of my content and stuff like that. Nice. So go ahead and shoot me a follow on there. You'll hear me talk about ATMs. You'll hear me talk about Amazon investing, real estate, so on and so forth, a bunch of stuff. Um, but I don't like to just promote myself and mm-hmm. promote my services and stuff yeah. like that. So mainly what you'll get from me is just that real, mm-hmm. genuine, authentic um, big brother, really. You know, yeah. just, Hell just yeah. basically speaking to you how I would speak to myself. I look at that camera mm-hmm. when I'm doing my lives and stuff like that and doing my, my I'm, I look like, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just speaking to those who are following me and those who get inspired by the stuff that I say, those are the people that I, you know, that's how I get my fulfillment, you know. So, right. Absolutely, man. You got to give back. That's the main goal. Is just to talk to myself, speak to myself how I would normally speak <clears> to myself <throat> in my head, but on camera and just let whoever's following read it, listen to it, implement whatever they hear from me get motivation from it and that's pretty much yeah, my main goal of social media i love it man dude so let's let's close it off with this uh we're right down the street from Everett high school right you got a little dominant carney who's going in that same route that you were going you know what i mean like and this i mean not even just dominant carney i mean you're talking about just anyone out there any kid out there bro you know what i mean who has who has just the cards against him what do you what do you tell them to push through? I mean, maybe they don't have a vision. Maybe they don't have a lane yet. Maybe they don't have any of that. How how do they respond to that adversity to not go the way that the system or really that negative way is telling them to go? Mm-hmm. I really want to get on. I, re- I really want to work my way to getting on a stage mm-hmm. so I can speak to multiple people like right. that. You know. So that's another thing that I'm going to speak into existence is probably hopefully the next year or so I want to be on a stage speaking to people, motivating them, encouraging them, influencing them to think the way they need to think. But, man, it's just if I, if I were to speak to a kid like that and tell them, or what would I tell myself back when I was young, mm-hmm. going through all that, man? So I didn't, I didn't have a, a dream or a vision. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go. I just know, I just knew that there was something out there better in life for me. Right. So I think that's it, man. Just, just hold on to the hope. Mm-hmm. Just hold on to the hope. Right. And maintain the hope. Because if you don't have any hope and you fall victim to the circumstances and you just get defeated by everything, 
you're going to lose. So just do your best to hold on to the hope and mm-hmm. know that there's something out there that's better for you. Right. And just wake up and try to have that hunger, you know, just by having that hope, really. Absolutely. That's where it'll stem from. Yeah. But you have to take steps. Yeah. You yeah. have to move. You can't just have hope but be floating. And not not take any action on it. You got to be moving. Yeah. You got to be shooting and driving. Yeah, you know? moving but, and grooving. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I would say that, and now with social media being the, as big as it is, is – you may not have like a group of like-minded individuals you can be around, but mm-hmm. be around some like-minded individuals. Yep. Um, and if you don't have that, like I didn't have that, but what I did was I just followed, I followed artists, I followed rappers, basketball players, I followed rich people. Yep. Um, I used to watch, you know, fucking people are gonna laugh at me for saying this, but I used to watch Keep Up the Kardashians and shit. Yeah, yeah. Real estate. <laughs> yeah. Not because I didn't give a fuck about what they ate for breakfast, but because I'm yeah. like, damn, these dudes are living like living big ass Living a dope lifestyle, yeah. God, he's driving Ferrari, right. nothing. Right, if right. they can do it, I can do it. Why not? Right? Why Bill not? Bill Gates is one of the richest men. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. If he can do it, I can do it. Yep. Most people get uncomfortable by that. Yeah. Most people like just say that, but they don't really believe it. Like, yeah. I really believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular fucking people. Absolutely. Who had a really good idea, and then it turned the idea to reality. It's That's so it. true, man. And it's so crazy how easily accessible that is right now. Like, dude, I mean, like, my inspiration from this podcast came from someone that I would probably consider as, like, my mentor right now. Never met him. Don't know, like, never met him in person. I only watch his content. I only watch his fucking podcast or listen to his podcast every day. And that dude is giving me inspiration to take action. You know what I mean? Like, kids out there need to understand that, like, it's more than just double tapping a picture. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, go there. Dream that. Yeah. And figure out how you can take that action. Exactly. We bought that action, boss. Yeah, so just <laughs> yeah. Follow the people that you want to be like, because uh, you guys have an advantage that we didn't have when we were growing up. We had to just go out and find it, or we had to close ourselves off and just focus on ourselves. Yep. Now, social with social me- media being as big as it is, you can literally cut out everybody that doesn't add value to your life. I tell my 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 clients this as well. Cut out every single person who doesn't actually add value to your life. <laughs> And if they're friends, if they're family, don't worry about it. They're going to get right. pissed off. They're going to be like, ah, oh, you're, you're fucked up. This yeah. and that. Don't yeah. worry about that shit. The reason why you're doing it is bigger than their frustration right now, right? Right so now. They will. They don't understand. And you can't be mad at them for it. Mm-hmm. And you can't feel bad at them. Bad. But you have to be selfish and realize that this is your life. Right. You get one opportunity, one chance, and you have to go balls to the walls every single fucking day yep. until you die. Absolutely. Right? Because it's coming for it us. one life. That's it. Yeah. So cut out everyone who doesn't add value to your life. Even if they're friends or family, whatever. They'll be bitter for a moment, but they'll understand as time goes on. Focus on yourself. Focus on positivity. Focus on people who are doing the things that you want to do. And just soak up all that motivation and to take action in your life. And move slowly into the direction that you want to be. And eventually, with one to two to three years of consistent work and consistent effort and consistent drive, you mm-hmm. will be far ahead of anybody else that you grew up with absolutely and that's it man bro i love it we're gonna cut it there man cool that was ill dom yo thank you for coming my brother we got many more to come yeah bro we gotta do this often man I love we you. definitely are should i i hope you guys got i know you guys got some inspiration behind that and trust me we'll be back beauty in the struggle episode four we out thank you dom my man We'll yeah, be back. For sure, bro. Let's go. That's I know love. I talk a lot. My bad, but it's all good. No, nah, we're <laughs> here. That's love. All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you. Yep. Bro, we killed that shit. Damn, good Hell shit, yeah. man.